0: Come, Holy Spirit, come, we give you permission, Lord, is to move and do whatever you desire to do. We ask, Lord, that our minds and hearts and souls will be fertile soil, that your word may bear great and deep and rich and abundant fruit in our life. <clears throat> Lord, illuminate these scriptures for us, convict and console our hearts. Speak, Lord, for your servants are listening. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. So I'm going to ask, hopefully, a pretty obvious and really basic and clear question. Do you desire to grow more deeply in your relationship with Christ? Is there, is there a hunger in your heart and in your soul for a deeper relationship with God? Hopefully that there's an obvious answer there and it's like, yes, right? That's, that's why we're here. And maybe if you're thinking to yourself, well, I, I don't know. Like maybe I like where I am. We need to be praying for a greater desire. Lord, give me a greater desire for you. And if we do desire, if we do hunger for a new encounter with Christ or maybe a first real true encounter with him, then we're preparing, right, for Christmas. And St. John the Baptist tells us something very simple. But the simple things are the things that can become the most profound and bear the most fruit. We long for you, Lord. We desire more of you. And St. John the Baptist says very clearly, prepare the way. Prepare the way for the Lord. Why prepare the way? Because he's already coming. You or I don't have to convince God like, hey, you know, please come by. It would be nice for us to hang out. I decorated the house for you and everything, you know? Put cookies and milk. Okay, wait, wrong guy, right? We don't have to convince the Lord. We don't have to convince the Lord to pursue us. He is already, if you were here with us last week, he's already there. Like he says in Scripture, knocking at the door. Behold, I stand at the door and knock, and anyone who opens, I will come in and dine with him and he with me. The question for us is, have we, are we, and will we prepare the way for the Lord to come? That that encounter may bear great fruit in our life today and for the rest of our life. Now, how do we prepare? What what does Isaiah say? What does John the Baptist say? It says, make straight his paths. Every valley shall be filled in. Every mountain and hill shall be made low. The the winding roads shall be made straight and the rough ways made smooth. And then all flesh shall see the salvation of God. Fill in the valleys. Push down right the mountains and the hills this is actually what would happen in ancient times when the king was coming in when the king was going to a new place in his kingdom maybe they had conquered new lands what would they do like okay the king's coming we're gonna fill in the valleys we're gonna smooth out the hills we're gonna make the winding road straight so that there's a smooth path for the king to come physically but our king wants to come deeply spiritually into our hearts. So this, these mountains, what are these mountains in our life? What are these valleys? Or well, these are things many times that are just out of balance, right? Something's too high and something's too low. What in your life, what in my life have I placed, even as a good thing, as a higher priority than God? Or maybe even out of priority with some basic things that I have. Certain relationships, my job, leisure activities, entertainment. What in, what in your life, what in my life have I placed higher than the Lord? The mountain is too high. needs to be knocked down. What in our life is a valley that needs to be filled in? How's my prayer life? Am I really giving the Lord time every single day to spend with him in the still, the quiet place before the tabernacle? Reading scripture. Another valley that needs to be filled in. Am am I doing, are we doing the spiritual and corporal works of mercy? They're not optional things for the Christian life. Feeding the hungry, Clothing the naked, giving shelter to the homeless, comforting the sorrowful, visiting the sick and imprisoned, counseling the doubtful. Are we doing these things? And when we do these things, when we're filling in these valleys, when we are entering into our spiritual life more tangibly, when we're doing the corporal and spiritual works of mercy, go look all of them up. There's seven of each. Go look them up and make sure that we're doing them. And when we do those, not only are we preparing the way for the Lord in our heart, but we're preparing the way of the Lord in someone else's heart. Like when you go visit the lonely, then all of a sudden it's like, wow, like someone cares about me. Maybe God is real. Maybe the Lord does see me. When we give alms to the poor, Again, like we're we're paving a way, not only in our hearts, but in their hearts for the coming of Christ again, for them even to believe in the Lord. When I forgive wrongs done to me, oh, Father, come on. I'll give you my whole bank account to feed the poor, right? When I forgive wrongs done, I'm paving a way, paving a way in my heart And in the heart of the person that I'm offering forgiveness to for the Lord. Prepare the way. Knock down the mountains and the hills. Fill in the valleys. And then make the crooked way and the rough way straight and smooth. What's that? That's the sin in our life. The crooked way like, okay, I'm following the Lord yet. Not right now. Okay, yeah, maybe again. Okay, wait, not right now. Okay, wait, right? We just zigzag, rough way. What are those sins that we're tolerating, that we've made friends with? Like, ah, hey, I'm not doing drugs, and I'm not killing anybody, and maybe you're doing some of those, right? Hopefully not, right? But most people think, as long as I'm not doing those two things, everything else is all right. I want to check that. (laughs) Pretty sure it's not the case. But have we settled on some things that are sinful that we're not rooting out in our life? We need to make the crooked way straight. We need to smooth out the rough way, preparing the way for the Lord to come. Pretty pretty easy, pretty simple gospel today. Jesus is coming. At every moment, actually, as he tells us, he's knocking on the door of our hearts. Are we preparing the way for him? What are the things in our life that are out of order? Some mountains that need to be put in their proper place. What are those valleys that, are, that prayer and the corporal and spiritual works of mercy that we need to fill in? What are the crooked ways, the sin in our life that we need to make straight so that we're preparing the way that we can open up that door and dine with the Lord. You know, it's one of my favorite things as a priest, that when the lights go on for someone. And it's, I think it's even cooler when someone has, like, the lights come on, they have, like, this spiritual awakening, a conversion, and they live that way for, like, four or five years, maybe ten years, and, like, this is great. And then all of a sudden they realize, like, wait, no, there's more. There's more that God wants to do in my life. And it's a matter of me repenting of some sin, of ordering some things in my life, of giving more of myself. And the lights come on like, oh my gosh, I didn't know living with the Lord could be this amazing. I didn't know that joy like this even existed. Even in the midst of suffering in my life. Let's prepare the way. That's what Advent is about. This many lent, prayer, fasting, alms-giving. Prepare the way of the Lord, make straight his paths. Every valley shall be filled, and every mountain and hill shall be made low. The winding roads shall be made straight, and the rough ways made smooth. And then all flesh shall see the salvation of God.